0: This is 77 WABC Sports. Here's Mike Daddino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Casual and Connoisseur. I'm Phil Dixon, joined with, um, I guess now the co-host, right?
1: Yes, now now the co-host. You're the host. How'd this happen? It didn't happen. I'm just letting you get your five minutes of fame. Well, we, I have a lot of questions minutes. Minutes. today. Oh my <clears throat> god! You always come with questions. questions. Jesus. A lot Christ. of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we come in with music? Is that possible to do moving forward?
0: Why do you ask production questions?
1: Well I'm looking at Mike Garcia. Well
0: you were looking at him before the show.
1: Yeah. Uh, my second question is Is it another pre-production question? No, this is a question about you. Why are you wearing those headphones? Are they new? Where did you get them? No I' start wearing them We've
0: just uh, we have a headphone shortage here so I said I'm gonna bring my own headphones. I have like
1: four pairs in my apartment. Yeah, quarter I've, jacks everywhere. bring them
0: No. Then why are you ask? I don't understand why so you mentioning it. whose headphones that? are those? These are mine. I Where'd you the get phone. them from? They're expensive. They,
1: expensive. they don't look expensive.
0: They don't look expensive. They're really expensive. How much were they? Six hundred.
1: Oh wow,
0: nice. No I'm kidding. They're like they're like hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, no, they weren't. Let's go back to the first question. You wanna do? A, you wanna do a little bit of a jingle? Yeah, I would like to come in with a jingle. I think that would be.
0: Do we have jingle bells?
1: That would be good content. You gonna come in with something now?
0: I would not say right now, okay. but uh, I think I got you with something some later on. All right, something something later
1: on sounds um
0: enticing. All right, before we get uh into what the podcast is about, any more questions? Any more You want to get out of the way.
1: Um I've a lot of questions about life. Okay, well. Um the light at the end of the tunnel.
0: Thankfully this isn't the life Um podcast. God. Do you want do you want to you want to get something off your chest before yeah. you do this? No, okay. no, I have nothing to get off my chest.
1: Nothing. nothing. Why do you stone smirk at me? I got nothing to get you off my chest.
0: You sound like you're. You, you, there's something you want to... I've
1: been working out a lot. I feel beefy.
0: I couldn't tell. You couldn't? No.
1: Well, I, I feel beefy.
0: Well, I, I'm glad you feel it because you sure as hell don't look it.
1: Oh, right. well, that's nice of you.
0: Um, Basketball, football, which one do you want to do? Well, there's not much going on in football right now. I guess. There's always something going on. Well, what's right? going on then? XFL.
1: XFL. Did you watch it? No. You didn't? No. I watched it a bit. I like the way they're doing some things. I, I like some of
0: the rules too. Yeah. I see now on social media the uh, the fourth the Don't
1: fourth me down,
0: off. Um, the fourth down 15 yard yes. how oh, you instead of an onside kick i like uh, their their kickoffs uh those are two things I like.
1: Three-point conversions. You like do they that? have that? Yes. Uh,
0: what, what, what's like the... A three-point conversion. yeah so but you how have do a
1: one-point conversion. Yeah, I know that. But two what, point what do you do three, for the three-point? Ten, ten yards, I believe it is. Okay, that's cool. That's like all right. That. They're experimenting. I it's like fun. how they... Um, I believe the, 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 the penalties are coming from the booth upstairs by Dean Blandino, like who went to my high
0: school. Do you like that?
1: Um, Yeah, I've been saying the NFL should do this. Okay, so, so they're listening.
0: I, I like I like having you know a secondary league where it's obviously not as big where the stakes aren't as high where you could try stuff like yes, this out they should. it's fun and and the, and
1: the XFL will turn into some sort of um
0: G league yeah an exhibition not an exhibition it's more serious than that but it's it's definitely yeah like a farming league yeah like do you think do you think someone like Josh Gordon can make it back to the league or not probably not Josh okay. Gordon but other players can otherwise Taylor,
1: Taylor Heineke was in the XFL
0: he was yes
1: right. PJ Walker was in the XFL. And they collectively started 14 games this season. So I think there is room for these guys to um come back in the league. Josh Gordon, obviously, probably the best the most well known player in the XFL. But he's a little older now.
0: Do you he, remember uh do you remember Manzel's XFL stint?
1: Yeah, like Manzel could should play in the XFL <laughs> so bad. That'll get clicks. Like, well he did was... he did he play in the XFL? Did he play in the um arena football league? No, I don't remember. Yeah, you're wrong. So don't just start staying stuff to say stuff.
0: Um, other NFL news before I Real quick a- real quick the XFL last thing. Uh I, I like cause football is a sport where all the rules are kind of made up, right? There's no reason why a touchdown is, is worth six points, why a field goal is worth. Like, these are all, like, in basketball, right? Uh, your, your goal is to shoot a basket. Everything, everyone's goal at the end of the possession is the same thing. In football, it's to gain yardage, to run in the end zone. But if you don't run in the end zone, then you could do uh, a field goal. or if, And if you score a touchdown, you could go for a field goal. Or, you could go, like, these, these are all kind of like made up rules. They're not based on anything, but it, it, they're good rules. Like, I'm not saying they're pointless, they're stupid. And I'm making the most popular sport in America by doing it. But it's different than every other sport where it's a like defined goal at the end of every possession soccer you put the uh, goal in the back of that basketball you put a ball in the hoop hockey you put you know it's it all and uh baseball you run around the bases all these have like a defined set of rules football is a little different there's different ways you could score so it's cool when when you add in uh new ways to score because there's never been like a defined basis in the first place you've been
1: smoking weed because that's an interesting take right it makes sense though you get what i'm saying no i don't do you smoke weed no all right all right move on
0: MBA. <laughs>
1: oh, okay,
0: ghost. Mike DeDino. What are we talking about? Well, what are we talking about? Um, all right, well, first of all,
1: why do they have nine days off? I like it. It's just I everything's it. drawn out. They just try to weasel every single penny out of guys like me. And I'm sick and tired oh of God, getting the go. suits <laughs> just taking me down, but um you like it. Not not a surprise I, here. Well,
0: I, I love it because I get like it's this is like my vacation. I'm like getting to be out during the daytime. I went out, I played basketball yesterday for three hours. I can't do that. You don't
1: invite season. me to ever play.
0: You work. It was at 3 p.m. I'll quit.
1: I mean, I'll take an off day, I mean, I'll take a personal day. Maybe I'll come down with some sort of sickness. I'd like to play some basketball. I
0: don't think you're built for the Brooklyn, uh, dude. I don't parks. think you know me. I don't think you're built for these Brooklyn parks, man.
1: Me and you walk into a Brooklyn park, they're going to respect me more.
0: I don't think that's true. All
1: right. I'm the man. Yeah, I am the f-
0: man. So, All Star Weekend just happened. Did you yeah, watch? Did you, part- did you partake in the viewing? Yeah, for- I watched everything. You watched all three days? Yes. Uh, wh- do you have a favorite event?
1: I mean, the dunk contest was the most entertaining event. Do you probably, think so? I actually think because th- McClung! he was a,
0: he I, was somewhat. I think I think the Rising Stars Challenge has like, somehow become the most entertaining event. The
1: Rising Stars Challenge, On the Friday. game that they played, yeah, that game was somewhat. It's pretty cool. I like yeah. the
0: format. You have the. Uh, I mean, actually, they play defense. Yeah, and they tried. It's, it's 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 like interesting. Quentin Grimes had a fantastic showing. Yeah, he
1: did. Did you he watch the Celebrity All Star Game at all? I didn't. Yeah, DK Metcalf was hooping. He he dunked it. Yeah, right. A lot.
0: I think uh, I'm I'm at the point where All Star Weekend, like I'm a super fan where I watch everything, but because it's like not even basketball at this point.
1: Well, the game is straight up pathetic.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but it, it's like the, the whole like I don't know. it's just it, this is my it's novelty at this point. So I I take the time off where I I need like a week off from basketball where I could like. You know I know mental. how you feel exactly. You get you get fatigue. You get viewer fatigue cuz when all you do is watch it all the time. Like you for football, football is on what 4 days a week, 3 days a week, 3 4 days. 3 I, technically, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you, sometimes you get Saturday games, too. yeah.
1: Occasionally, so
0: three four days a week. Three. So at least you have a couple days during the week. NBA's on seven days a week, and I, I don't just watch one team, I watch all 30. So and I want you know multiple games a day. So it's it's you poor thing. I'm saying you, poor you, you, get, you thing. get fatigue. You know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I know. I agree. Actually, when after I guarantee you, after a Sunday night, like after you watched, oh, I'm mentally drained. Exactly, it, it, that's that's what it is. Like you're like, okay, I know it sounds stupid. People are like, are you kidding me? Work uh i'm on a construction site 10 hours a day yeah i know how that's like too it sucks but just watching it all the time does get a little fatiguing so it's nice to get a week off that's what i usually skip i didn't watch saturday I, I took the entire day off i had to celebrate valentine's day so uh i took that day off i watched sunday uh what'd
1: you do for valentine's day
0: i went to dinner where'd you go so my friend owns a restaurant where in warwick new jersey oh nice new york sorry nice. warwick new york nice. um but did you like you 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 shouted out spastically shouted out about Macklin McClung. You want to get yeah? Into
1: that? I thought he was he was entertaining. I was in a, to be honest with you, and I know this was bad. I didn't even because he played in the Rising Stars Challenge. I didn't even know who he was. I don't blame you. He, uh, he he was pretty well known in the sphere of basketball. Yeah. Well, he went to wh- where did he go to college again? Georgetown. Yeah. So and he but, was, so I, I I would kind of remember him at Georgetown, but I don't remember him being some prolific dunker.
0: But even before he went to Georgetown, he was uh, like a hoops mixtape kind of guy, like ball is life. Like used to post about him all the time because like in game, like high school, you know, this like six foot white boy is catching windmills on fast breaks or and doing uh, between the legs dunks in game. Uh, he he ended up becoming like a internet star. A lot of people knew him, and he—I mean—he came into the dunk contest as the favorite. Ended up winning it was the best one. Did you like anyone else in the dunk contest? I mean, Jericho everyone's, Sims. Everyone was making fun of Jericho. I mean, I thought the, honestly, I you know, jokes aside, I thought the double elbow was cool. He didn't do double elbow. Was, yeah,
1: he I mean, he like it was like the he's same not, thing as that's, the first. That's, that's not easy. Oh yeah,
0: he jumped high.
1: He could have got a lot more creative. He could have jumped over somebody and did the same thing. He could have. He could have got more creative. He, the
0: guy could fly too. I, he, I think, that, I think he lived fifty. Up. Thing? That was oh, horrible. Oh, did you see the videos of the crowd, like yeah, just sitting there, they're was, completely was... dead. He, he's he's someone who like could this guy like. There's a video of him in in college where in like the layup line, he hits his head on the rim on accident, just like dunking. He the was guy, getting up. He could fly and he's, he's a big dude too. He's like 6'9". Well, here's my
1: like, question to you. How much is Matt McClung, who's not in the NBA, practicing
0: opposed to the other guys
1: in the more, NBA? More,
0: because he has time to do it. I mean, he's in the G League, so he's still playing and working on his game, trying to get back How to the NBA. How often is he playing in the G League? Is he a starter? I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I don't watch too much of What? How do yeah. you not know this? I just don't watch enough of the G League. I just, don't, I just don't watch it. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, your hero hear in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, my, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: I enjoyed the three-point contest as well. That's cool. Dame Lord winning it. I also enjoyed the game because I won a, a fun bet. I had Team Giannis and I had Damian Lillard over 23 and a half points and he hit the last shot for yeah. the win to go over 23. So
0: Did he have that many?
1: He, he had started at 26. He,
0: I I didn't even pay attention. I mean everyone's talking about Jason Tatum's 55. He just kept shooting threes and he was, missing he them all. He came out of the game stinking it up. He airballed his first two shots were airballs. Yeah, like, he, like he was super th- he was 3 of 10
1: from 3 in the first half.
0: Yeah. And you know what's a funny bet was having Giannis's under, right, scoring. He was like, sharp. I think but he, he scored
1: like, the first bucket too. Of course, how sure. much of a fix is that?
0: Twenty. I think he was like at like twenty something. Was he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the thing was, I was watching that game they, they played Chicago, and he got hurt. I believe whatever the Thursday, the Wednesday before the All Star break, He had it, and then he didn't play in the skills because he was replaced by Drew Holiday because yeah. he had his team out. How did anybody under the moon expect him to play in that game?
0: He said he he, like during the draft. He's like saying, "I'm going to play. I'm going to play." Fixed. He did play. Fixed. I did take Team Giannis. That wasn't. Do you blame it on the suits?
1: Um, Not this one. I blame it. Actually, I do blame this on the suits because everything is fixed. LeBron wasn't hurt. Fixed. Yeah, he was. Giannis wasn't hurt.
0: Fixed. LeBron hit his hand. He fixed. He got injured mid game. Fixed. It's all fixed. You saw him get injured. We're living in an
1: alternate life. Sometimes I don't even know if I'm alive. I'm questioning the
0: the end goal in life. Keep getting these like spiritual awakenings midway through the podcast, man. I'm just trying to talk some basketball.
1: I know, that's the difference between you and I. I'm an intellectual guy while you just try to talk about basketball that nobody at the end of the day really cares about until the playoffs start. You know who's a good listen? JJ Reddick.
0: You like a
1: podcast? Up. I do like J.J. and don't play that soundbite ever again. JJ. You're smart. Yeah, he's very intelligent. Obviously a duke graduate, well spoken. He had Big Cat on his podcast recently. That was funny. But I've been listening to his podcast. Any other NBA podcasts? You know, podcasts? they live
0: in the same building. I know. They were talking about that. i, I heard Any that other either. NBA
1: podcasts you like?
0: Uh, Yeah. I've, I have a few.
1: <clears throat> Rattle one or two off before we get into the next one segment. What are we doing here? We're talking about Promotion? basketball. Promotion? We're just talking about basketball.
0: I like JJ Reddick's podcast. I like the Low Post. I like Hollinger and Duncan. What's the Low Post? Zach Lowe.
1: Who's Zach Lowe? He's, like, He's uh, an NBA s- guy, right?
0: Senior NBA writer. Is like, guest? Yeah. His show is mostly guests. He gets other oh, basketball. That's how all shows, successful shows should be. But. Thinking basketball, it's a great one.
1: All right, but, I got it. So the All-Star ben break Taylor's out really, of 10, really I give it. I'm, I'm tough. I grade very, very tough. I'm going to give the All-Star game out of 10 the whole entire weekend a 5.8. The game okay. itself was like a 2.
0: It being uh the game sucked the the most it's funny the most interesting part of the game was Jalen Brown versus Jason Tatum at the end of the first half and then they, they I,
1: I saw a uh, picture on Twitter and all other eight guys were yeah they, legitimately... they through,
0: I, I noticed that it was like there was I mean it was like the second this I think the last possession of the game of the of the half sorry but yeah I noticed that during the game I was like this is literally like what people would do people used to do this on like pick up game basketball yeah. courts. Two guys would start talking to each other and then they would just start start breaking out on one on one and everyone would just move off to the side, like, All right, I like these I guys. I mean,
1: that's talk. just not basketball. Is there anything else they can do to I don't know. Jason Tatum. Can you put a game that's not like – is there any way you can put players in the game that actually will play and actually will try? Because no matter who you put in those games, it's, it'll be entertaining. You're never
0: going to be able to fix that because the only reason why people play hard, like basketball players like that, in a weekend where they're off, like this is their time to relax, is if you have incentives to win. Exactly. They're playing for charity, but it's like other than that, like, you know, they're they're playing for charity. They can only give so much.
1: And I agree. I mean, well, can you fix it? Because the game – I mean – you know, the game is just one big money grab by the NBA. They make all the money off the fans, the merchandise, all that crap. Me, guys like me, putting my, devoting my time into the game. First of all, FanDuel said the game started at 7.30. Didn't start till about 8.45.
0: FanDuel said, that, the 7.30 was, was the, the draft, draft. Which is also And, and it the, took
1: so long. I mean, what are they doing? They're just dragging every penny out of us they possibly can.
0: What, what sport do you think has the best all-star weekend? The MLB. Think so? It's not even close. Do you like the der- Derby? Home run derby.
1: I I prefer the All Star game over the derby, but I watch both. Um, the Derby's... I've never been a um. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, I'm I'm a type of guy I like low scoring games. I like defense. I okay. like you know guys running around the bases. I don't, I'm not a chicks dig the long ball type of guy. The home run derby's entertaining, but you know a st- what? Chicks dig the long ball. It's like a saying, kinda.
0: I don't know from where. Chicks dig the long ball. You've never oh, heard chicks of chicks ding oh, dig okay. the long ball. Okay. What did I? What did I, you I thought it? you said Chick Stick de lumbo. I was no, like, Who is no. that? No, no,
1: Chick Stick de lumbo is Chicks dig the long ball. Okay, I'm, I know. Them. I don't dig the long ball. I like.
0: You dig other long things in
1: the game. Yes, I like the MLB All Star Game. It's entertaining. Cool.
0: Do you do you think do you take anything away from Jason Tatum breaking the record? He had 55 points. The that previous meant record, nothing to me. That the, means oh, it's all one big joke. The, I, well, t- to be fair, the previous record, uh, Davis is 52. That was when the All-Star game was in New Orleans. He was a uh, player for New Orleans. I watched that game, too. I remember that it was clearly— yeah, we were in
1: college. I remember that. It was
0: clearly uh, his teammates were just feeding him so he could get the MVP because he was oh, in Was that the year count? they
1: traded for Boogie Cousins? Because I believe Boogie Cousins got he traded during the, the All-Star
0: break, right? No, he, he was traded uh, beforehand, I think. Yeah, he was traded before the deadline, which is like a week before, and he got injured. Okay. Was it? I don't remember the, how yeah. the timeline works, but he, yeah. Something that like that. that year. I think it was that year too. And Davis won it. They were pretty much feeding him the ball the entire game to get to 52. One of the most impressive uh all-star game performances was it last year or two years ago when Steph Curry had 16 threes, hit yeah. 48 points, literally nothing but threes. That was sick. 16 threes, and he was actually they were like Ding him up. That was cool, but this this format I like the Elam ending. That's the I the what I, the Elam ending. Explain that word to me. You know how the stop using these big words. We're all just normal guys. Some ELIM of us don't is four letters, <laughs> E L A M. It's not a big word. You said you're an intellectual before you said, I am an and, and you followed up by four minutes later saying a four-letter word is a big word. I, I'm not using big words; it's a word you don't know. Elam is the guy who came up with it. I think his last name is Elam, but he's the one who came up with you know play to a final score, which is cool because then you get these. It's like pickup basketball, where it's like play to twenty-one, mm-hmm. where it's a close game. We saw but it. it wasn't close. What? This year wasn't close. No, that's why. This year sucked. But the first time they did it was oh, amazing. Oh, it was great. But that's when Anthony Davis won it off a of free throw. Everyone was kind of... Okay.
1: P- Which is just how the NBA goes. It happens. Very you know, anti-climatic, the NBA. It's just like the NFL. Yeah, yeah sometimes
0: sometimes the uh, Super Bowl gets decided with a penalty. We don't talk about that anymore.
1: I am a, like- a look-forward type of guy rather than looking-back type of guy now. And, um... Yeah, so let's go into a little more NBA talk. Yeah,
0: I don't care about the All-Star
1: game. No, we just spent 20 minutes on it, so now what do we talk about? I have a lot of questions for you, actually. (laughs) I do. Serious (laughs) NBA questions questions. as a casual fan. Who out of Okay, let's start with the obvious Russell Westbrook Clippers. All right, we're gonna talk buyout guys then. No, no, no. We're just gonna talk about the questions that I have this year because as no. a casual, I think this is what casual NBA fans nobody gives a crap about Myers Leonard. Nobody gives a crap about Patrick Beverly at the end of the day. No, ba-
0: people do care about Patrick no, Beverly. No, nobody does. Both stinks. So there, there's, there's three big buyout guys. Four, if you want to include Myers Myers Leonard, he's signing for 10-day. And, and a ten well And my- Kevin Love's not gonna even play much. Yeah, he will.
1: Oh wow, maybe he will.
0: They will when Jimmy Butler's their starting power forward right now. They they, they need bigs. I mean, Nikola Jovic has been missed a lot of time. Uh, Omar 7 doesn't even play this season. They don't like, really have bigs anymore. Cody Martin's missed a bunch of time. These are like, they have no bigs. You know, they they just traded Deadman away. You don't have him, 112 years old. He can't play. Like, they don't have bigs. I mean, when Hayward Highsmith is your backup. Power forward, he's all right, but that's why they signed him. All right, so let's start with Russell Westbrook. Clippers graded from 1 to 10. I think people are over exaggerating, right? I think uh I don't like the move. I don't think he's going to fit well there. I don't they think They don't have a point guard though. Mm, technically no. I mean, Terrence, so th- Terrence Mann was playing pseudo point guard and in the minutes where it was Terrence Mann, Pat Beverly, uh Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the floor, they were blowing teams out of the gates. It's like the fourth best uh three man lineup in the entire NBA with significant minutes played. So, I don't hate Terrence Mann playing. I think Russell Westbrook could be a low risk cuz they don't have any like guaranteed you know he doesn't have to play and apparently uh before signing they said that they this comes the signing comes with some like provisions as to like what his with a specified role so i think he understands that he's not going to be a star but you know if you have him in a, in the game in a, in a late possession in like you know close game late possessions he could still cost you the game if he's in there but i think this is not as big of a risk as people make it out to be but also you don't have much time So rate team. it 1 to 10 like a like a four? And uh, Then my follow-up question is, are the Clippers pretenders or contenders? I think they they are contenders for sure. But they're, they're not nearly in the position they expected to be, but they're still contenders. Like, they have to go into the playoffs this year expecting to make a, a deep run. My next follow-up
1: question, they got rid of John Wall. They replaced him with Russell Westbrook. Would you rather have John Wall or Russell
0: Westbrook? These are good questions. I guess. It's, I mean, the two guys were traded for each other before. I know. Washington, Houston. Uh, it's, you know, I probably, I mean, probably Russell Westbrook by a little bit. I think he could be the mm-hmm. guy to, I mean, they, they, that team is super deep. The Clippers are very deep. They run mm-hmm. 10, 11 guys. They're probably going to get it down to nine to close out the season, but they play with 10, 11 guys deep. And you have, so they don't need too much bench. Uh, support, but Russell Westbrook could be, I guess, an offensive engine for the bench. So I think I'd rather go with him. But All right. So now we'll move on to the other guy that was bought out, a big one there. Kevin Love
1: goes from the Cavs. Now my question is, Cavs are a team that are, in I believe they're ahead of Miami
0: in the standings. Now, was he? Why was he bought out? That's that's what kind of my skepticism comes with Kevin Love to the Heat, because last year Kevin Love was one of the best uh, bench players in the entire NBA. He I think came in second in six player six man of the year voting. He was, I was really fighting for him to be the sixth man of the year up until like close to the end when I kind of said, ah, you know, it's probably Tyler Hero, but I thought Kevin Love was one of the best bench players in the NBA. Not even me thinking he was one of the best bench players in the NBA last year, which is weird to me now, right? Because this year he couldn't find like any type of role with the Cavaliers, didn't play, barely played. What change, like, and the Cavaliers aren't like, you know, normally buyout guys, guys get bought out, like. You see, like a Terrence Ross, where he's on a, a team that's, barely, you know, making a play-in push. They don't really need him too much. Kevin Love is on a team that's fourth place in the East, best defensive, uh, best defense in the NBA. Like they're good. Their their attempt is to make a far playoff push. If he has something left, you would assume they're going to keep him. They could use him. They're a good team. They're better than the Heat are. I'm reluctant to think he has much left for the team. Like they know better than anyone else what he has left. I'm reluctant to think he has much left if they're willing to just let him go for nothing, uh, and I, I guess you know the, the the Heat don't have much to lose by picking him up. So, but it's I I don't think he has much left. I, there has to be some significant decline from last year to this this year if the Cavs were willing to move from him being the sixth man on a good team on on a team that just missed the playoffs last year but are definitely in the playoffs this year to. What they are this year, which is a solidified playoff team.
1: Same follow-up question, Miami Heat, pretenders or contenders? I, they're definitely not contenders. I think They're definitely not. No, I think they'd be happy to win a playoff series. All right, um, I'm just going to give you some fire-off questions here, unless you have another topic you want to talk about. I have a lot of questions here. I yeah, think I it's perfect at the midseason. All
0: right, who comes out of the East? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at (laughs) Marines.com. It's a very loaded question. I think it's between three teams, right? I think there's three teams... At their own tier right now. Can I guess? I mean, we all know who they are. Yeah, I don't think it's too uh, vague. It's Boston, yeah. Milwaukee, and Philly. Yes. and Philly, I think, is definitely the lowest of the three. If I had to rank them, I'd, I'd say Boston, uh, Milwaukee, Philly, in that order. Uh, Boston, I mean, they started out the year, like, insanely good offensively. They've had a little bit drop-off. They've had injuries, too. I mean, now Jalen Brown just missed some time with that facial fracture. Uh, Rob Williams hasn't even found his like entire role with the team. They're, Marcus Smart's out right now, too. I think they're the team destined to um, make it out. But also Milwaukee hasn't like really found their rhythm either. Chris Milton, he's missed a lot of time. He's back now. He's coming off the bench. He's had a bench roll recently. Joe Ingles came came back midseason. He hasn't, and then now they just did a big trade. Or they got Jay Crowder. They moved away from a lot of other guys. Bobby Portis is out there. They have a lot of moving pieces too. They haven't even found their rhythm yet. Giannis, in like the last few weeks of the season, has like blown out the gates. He's just, you know, prime Giannis. Again. Oh, he's hurt now. Yeah, that's true. He's thankfully, and and we uh, got reports back yesterday that it, there are no serious injuries with his wrist. He's expected to miss a few games at most and come back, which is great for the Bucks to hear because you know, without Giannis, you're not really doing much with that
1: team. But right, another question, if Is there a team in the East that you did not just mention in the top three that could come out if you had to choose one more? What do you mean by come out? Win the East.
0: Well, let's say... Win out the East, uh, Make a fi- may, maybe like
1: a Maybe like a Dallas of last season. Is there,
0: is there a Dallas in the... Yeah, I mean, we we had it a few years ago with the Hawks when they made it to the conference finals kind of unexpectedly where they, they beat the... But semantics. there's no team that actually you could see coming out of the well, East. Well, the, the, the team, the dark... Not the dark horse, but, like, you know, the one wildcard team for most of the season in the East was by far the Nets. Now there's no chance, you know, they'd be lucky to retain their spot and even make it uh, into the playoffs like you get a solidified spot in the playoffs they're definitely gonna drop in the play in i think but i think the cavaliers i mean the Cavs have the best defense in the nba the uh evan mobley has had the stretch recently to close out the first half the the first half i hate that the first half of the season because we're like 70 percent of our way through at this point because it's like we're like 55 games in you know that game is the season's 82 games but uh we're halfway through the season and evan mobley's kind of coming into his own offensively uh, Darius Garland's had a fantastic season Donovan Mitchell obviously an all-star Jared Allen's still as good of a defender as he's ever been I think that's probably the next best team uh, I mean the Hawks don't look really uh, Dangerous I, I think actually They got worse after the trade deadline I don't like a lot of the moves they made uh, The Nets are out the, the Bulls would be lucky to make it into the play it's, I don't know there, there really isn't the, the Heat don't look serious The, the Knicks they're in playoff contention right now. I don't really see them. I think they'd be lucky to make a uh, win one round. But I think it's it's got to be the Cavs All right, to the West. West seems more open this year, uh,
1: at least before the Kevin Durant trade. But even after the Kevin Durant trade, there still are a lot of questions around Philly. How sorry around Phoenix? I guess in regards to how healthy they'll be. Chris Paul aging question mark in his health. Kevin Durant question mark in his health. Um, Devin Booker has been out this year and too. Their depth this year, depth and they they don't issues. Have to. too. All right, so right now, gun to your head, who do you think comes out of the West? And we only have five minutes left, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some quick questions and answer them quickly. I don't need some book explanation on everything.
0: Uh, I I think there's two teams. I don't think it's like as solid of a tier as it is in the East, where it's three teams defined and then the next guys. I think I would probably in towards a two-team tier at the top uh, of Denver and and Phoenix. And then, so Denver is a team that a lot
1: of people pick. Now they've never really won anything. They, they went to the conference finals. When in the, the bubble, twenty twenty, the ball, the, oh, the fake conference finals they made, and that was against the just Lakers. The and I believe
0: battle. they lost in five. Did they win game one and then get swept out just like? No, they were. They went down 0-2 with the game winner by Anthony Davis. Yeah, they, it would have been a one one series. Was that was that a five game series, six game series? I'm, I think it was five. Um, do you give the bubble
1: quickly about the bubble? Do you, 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 you obviously you counted everybody had the same stipulations, yeah. but is, is is that a real real championship? Yeah, it is. I think so. Yeah, I guess you have to, everybody different. had the everybody had the same. It's you know, different, but it's real. Yeah, it's tough to. No, it's like me and you, we both have the same stipulations. I'll typically win, so I'm not going to be. Interested. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't about. know what I'm like, talking I about either. All right, following it. up on the West, is there a team, a dark horse team? So, like to me, you mentioned Denver. Memphis is a trendy pick. Um, it doesn't seem like they stack up the star power with the rest of the teams. Obviously, the one team that everybody's interested in is Dallas. Yeah. Made the Western Conference Finals last year with Jalen Brunson. Now you replace Jalen Brunson with. Kyrie, obviously you lose Feeney, Smith and um Dinwiddie. And Dinwiddie. But
0: I, I, I think I, I really don't see too much in Dallas. I think with Are they deep? No, they they're don't extremely, look deep, yeah. they're extremely shallow. That's why now, I mean, you're, you're starting Reggie Bullock and uh Tim Hardaway Jr.'s are three and four, which like they're both Famer undersized. Former Knicks? Yeah, exactly. They're both undersized for that those positions. I mean, those guys could play three, but they're not playing four. They have serious forward uh they're, they're very shallow in the forward position. They don't have almost no forwards, especially with clear out. and uh, defense is going to be the biggest issue with them. Like, I, I don't know how it's like the, the opportunity with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic like blows you out with what you could do offensively. Cause Luka alone is an offensive engine. That's had the best. At some, at one point had the best uh, offense in NBA history a few years ago, but obviously with those two guys, the, the offensive uh, ceiling is extremely high, but the defense is going to be a serious issue, especially in the playoffs when you could target both those guys. Last question: MVP right now,
1: who do you think is yeah. front runner? Who do you think will win it?
0: Uh, I, I so I printed out the article. I wanted to get more into this. Uh, Tim Bontemps of ESPN does these like throughout the season these straw man polls. Uh, it's not straw man; these straw polls of a lot of the actual guys who have ballots across the NBA, like vote uh, you know writers, uh, pundits of the sport. Pundits, pundits, pundits. Do you not know that word? Nope. It's like like a, like a commentator this one. Like oh, okay. someone. Um. Oh, he does this. You know, gets guys from across the league, uh, not just in ESPN, to do these straw polls, where he, he gathers them up and he very much gives them MVP ballots, and they do these faux MVP ballots, MVP ballots throughout the season. He d- just did his most recent one less than a week ago. Uh, and it it going to be Joker or Embiid again. It is. F- I think I would say a very far number one, with. What was it, like 70% of the first place votes? 77 of the f- 100 first place votes go to Nikola Jokic. So Run he wins away. three in a row. He'd be uh, only the fourth guy to ever do that. And who were the other three? Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain, and Bill Russell. No MJ. No, MJ never got it. So I mean, the last was Larry Bird. What year was that? 86. 84 wow. to 86.
1: So is this guy Joker going to go down as one of the best players to ever step foot on a court? I think he already is. I is think he the best center?
0: the best center since who? Shaq. Shaq or Joker? Bang. No, it's Shaq. It's still not it, it, what Shaq did in the playoffs. Is it, Jokic that's the thing he has to do now is, is prove himself in the playoffs. Uh, that, if the Nuggets win this year, Shaq I mean, or Joker? It's still Shaq. Shaq yeah. I mean, Shaq's a top 10 player of all time. Jokic is going to move up, you know. He's I, he again, and th- this is this is the thing too. I mean, Jokic is already his resume ha- is for few players have done the way he's done in his entire career. And he's, you know, 28 years old. He just turned 28, actually, on the All-Star game. They talked about it. Uh, he's 28 years old. He's still in his 20s. And he, he already has two MVPs. He's on his way to a third one, from what at least this straw poll tells us. Um, he, he's, he's, he's an all-time great, as it is. But he right. could always only go up. But real quick, if you had to guess, Jokic was number one. Who To round out the top five, if you had to guess who the MVP candidates are. Joel you know, Embiid. He was
1: third. Luka Doncic.
0: Was fifth.
1: Uh, humana, humana, humana. Giannis was second. So what am I missing? Fourth. Fourth. I know it's not John Morant. Just John think. Morant was sixth. Yeah, I know. I think I saw that. To be honest with you, oh Steph wow, KD were both. No, in I it. know they're both out of it. They were in it, but um, Maro Maria, who can it be? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum.
0: He and Jason Tatum in the last straw poll wasn't first. Okay, so he won't win though. I mean it's still open it's it's not right now Jokic has 77 of the of the top of the first place votes but it could you still have 30 games a lot could happen especially because a couple weeks ago people were saying after that uh, Joel Embiid versus Niko Jokic game people were saying is this the shift where Joel Embiid is, is going to win MVP is this the deciding game we still have a lot of time alright well that's going to wrap us up Phil anything you want to say before we get out of here yeah, I, I have a lot uh, I could say, but it could come at another time.
1: Okay, it'll come at another time. We will see you next week. Have a phenomenal... Whoa, what's, what's this?
0: It's
1: Frank Sinatra.
0: Let me play I hate Frank Sinatra.
1: I was I'm thinking more start. of like a pop smoke little Let baby type of I was of thinking vibe. like
0: Jingle Bell. Oh, Jingle, Jingle Bell. Frank Sinatra, Jingle this Bells. is? This is Frank Sinatra. And now people listen to this In guy? Uh, people. Most of the people who listen to him or did listen oh to him are dead now. But most people who listen to him are uh, senile in homes. Why don't you like Sinatra? How old was, how old the, how
1: old was Sinatra born? Uh, yes, in
0: 1927.
1: All right, man. You know what I say about those people born in 19, 1927? Move over. Give some uh, room to the young guys like Mike D'Adino. And on that note, we will see you next week. Frank Sinatra, you're dead to me. He's dead to everyone. All, right. all I worship
0: and adore. In other words.
1: Please be true, in other words, I love you.